This is the Lindell Report, bringing you news combined with hope by offering practical and achievable action points to assist you in defending and preserving faith and freedoms. And now, here is your host, Mike Lindell. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lindell Report. I've had uh, quite a day of, uh, of media. Uh, so I miss it. It's been, uh, they haven't, I haven't had a day like this in quite a while. The, the for everyone from the New York Times to Newsweek, uh, Oh man, um, Wall Street Journal, I mean, you name it, they called today. Uh, they were calling for two reasons, everybody, and we could probably discuss both of them tonight. The first one was, uh, this was the New York Times, I believe, they're doing a hit piece on uh, on uh, Tina Peters and the whole Colorado story, the, the new movie coming out, selectioncode.com. And uh, so they were doing that hit piece. Uh, Corrected a few facts he had wrong, and uh, first I hung up on him, and and then he called back. So can I? He goes, I'm sorry, I upset you. Can I talk to you? I go, you got to do a lot to upset me to for me to hang up because I love talking to my my friends uh, in the media, um, and I say that, and they and I have a few good ones. I had like, some good talk. Uh, he did call back. I was uh, Nick from the I think the New York Times. We check. I think he let me ramble on for over an hour. <laughs> talk about. Uh, everything and uh let's say we're going down different paths where our country's going things we have to get done get rid of the machines but one of the things that they were calling about too was walmart wanting to know why walmart would do this to my pillow why would walmart cancel my pillow and i was taking care of the the lie that they told which was that my pillow is still online at walmart.com that's a big lie everybody if you go to walmart.com that's not us the other day, the other day there was a, the other day there was a, uh, um, the other day there was here. I got to turn off our little friend. Um, uh, the, um, the other day there was a, um, a uh, uh, pillow up there. It looked like my pillow, but it was made in China. It wasn't even my product. So they used my image. They used the image, not just on Walmart.com, but other places where they'll say, they'll, you got to be careful because it'll say who the seller is. And uh, believe me, they're not selling my pillow anywhere in Walmart. They shut us out. They canceled us. Um, so before we get into that, and I'm going to show, we're going to have a lot of reasons here why they did that, and uh, the back reasons because it doesn't make sense, everybody, uh, when they're going to make all this money on their one of their number one product sellers in history, that they would do this to a USA employees and and a company, unless they had a much deeper agenda, which we're going to show you in a little bit. Uh, one of the things I got into it with uh, um, was, uh, you know, everyone, every reporter calls me. They can't get off the phone with me unless I tell them about where our country is at and we have to get rid of the machines, the electronic machines, the computers. And I, I and I love to tell them what just happened in Georgia. And uh, we're going to get right into that. I told at least four of the reporters today, I said, did you realize a Democrat in a Democrat primary got zero votes in her county? Now, Brandon, do we have that article? I sent it over to you. They, we, they, they didn't believe it, so I pulled it up and sent it to them. And uh, it doesn't say um, what it says. Here, I can pull it up on my phone while you're getting ready there. Um, the headlines, everybody, what Brandon's looking for, it says, a candidate in Georgia, I texted to you, Brandon. 
Yeah, I, I got it. Okay. I got uh, it, but they want me to. Well, I'm going to read the headlines. It says a candidate in Georgia, doesn't say a Democrat, but it was a candidate in Georgia who appeared to get few Electron Day votes actually was actually in first place. That's all it says. This was the New York Times, though, everybody. So it, uh, according to all the media that attacked me today or that went after their, their little fake stories and that, they couldn't believe it. They go, wait a minute, what? I go, not few votes. This Democrat, this gal, uh, pull it up, Brandon, for the thing. That, let's, let's go down line by line here. Well, here's the problem. It's wanting me to subscribe. Look at that. I don't know how you're seeing. It's wanting me to pay to read it. Oh, it's a pay one. Well, maybe uh, maybe you can maybe we can get that up later. But anyway, let me. I guess I'll have to tell the story. It's a uh, that. So so here's huge news, and the New York Times wants you to pay to read the big the big news of the breaking news bombshell news that the machines are corrupt and don't work. Everybody, here's what happened. So that Democrat. This is what I told all these people calling in today from the Washington. A post in the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times. Today was the day they all called me. <clears throat> well, I said, did you hear about the Democrat primary down in Georgia? On May 24th, there was three of them, and uh, three of them up for this commissioner seat. Or county. I don't know what the election was for, but it was all Democrats. This gal in her own precinct, everybody, wait on it. She got zero votes. Her and her husband looked at each other and said, what? Well, they could have at least cheated and maybe gave her 100 because she'd have never been able to tell Rassenberger, the Secretary of State of Georgia, going, hey, I, I only got 100 votes. I, I know there's something wrong in the machines. He would have said, you know what? You don't get to look in the machines. Okay, I found it on another site. Okay, here it is. Okay, this nice lady, she's a Democrat. Remember, she ran against two other Two other get, are people in this race. Now, it says she got few Election Day votes. Everybody, it doesn't, it says appeared to get few. She got zero. This is how the rotten New York Times writes their articles. Okay, a candidate for, maybe you can read that. Um, yeah, a candidate for a county office near Atlanta was vaulted into first place after a series of technical errors made it appear she had not mustered a single election day vote. Why did they not put that in the headline? Right, yeah, exactly. You know why? Because all of the media out there, they don't want you all to know. The media does not want to know. The evil does not want you to know. These machines and computers have taken our country. The biggest crime in history, okay? Let's just say, like Rassenberger said, well, let's read this here. The candidate, Michelle Spears, was shortchanged by 3,792 votes, everybody. 3,092, which catapulted her into first place. Isn't that, that's Brandon, that's just amazing, huh? It, it is. Well, if and just think, if, they, if she hadn't gotten zero votes, if she'd have got like 100, she could have said anything she wanted, and boy, they wouldn't have checked into it. Look, look but at Rassenberger... That. And Everybody, Rassenberger had to check into it. Now, here's the amazing part. They did an audit, Brandon, checked out the machines, everybody. They checked out the machines, which they've never been, you know, they don't want you to know what goes on in the machines. Well, they checked it out, and guess what? In the machines, they found 
But Brad Brasmer said there was a programming error. Mm-hmm. It was a programming error. Well, you mean uh, you mean you didn't cheat enough to get that poor lady? So she 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 took third. You probably didn't have to take give her zero votes, Brad. You could have gave her a couple hundred, right? It's disgusting. So now everybody that race in Georgia. They found just one race because there was such a deviation. They found that there was the machines, call it whatever you want, call it a programming error, call it somebody cheated, tell it somebody hacked, call it whatever you want. But that that's just one race in Georgia. Let me tell you about another little race in Georgia. Brad Rassenberger is the Secretary of State of Georgia. Remember, I talk about him almost daily, okay? He, very, a very crooked, very evil person, by the way. Did I ever say that before, Brandon? Okay. He is running. Remember, the Secretary of State's run your elections that they don't make the laws. Brad seems to think he can do both. And he seems to think that he all can be, uh, can be an attorney general, too. Brad's a one-stop shop for corruption. You know, he doesn't even need his other minions. He, Brad does it all. So here's what he did. Brad's race... And this was a report. Um, it was a polling, like Telegram. It was a great polling, Brand. They said it the other night. Um, who was the polling that poll, that did the poll down there? Do you remember what it was that uh, Garland told Gar- us? Garland told us, but it was very reputable. It's considered very reputable. Yeah, very group. reputable polling. They're never off by their, you know, a couple percent either way. On the night before the election, this is just a couple, three weeks ago, everybody. Brad Rassenberger with Jody Heiss, they were neck and neck at 39% each. Okay. Now, that was the night before the election. And Brad, and as we all know, Brad got 52%. Well, that's impossible if you know anything about polling, everybody. But but they we checked into it. Checked into it. And you know what? You can see that 17%. Is what I, I believe Jody got in every, almost every county, exactly 17%. So you have that weird um, computer algorithm there that didn't make sense. Then you also had this big dis- d- disparity between 50, between what the Dominion machine said that he won by and what the polling <laughs> said he should have been. Now, Brandon, with that 52%, guess who? So you have machines over here. You found that they did a quick audit of the machines, three, and they found that this lady went from third to first. They had another race with Candace Taylor. By the way, everybody, she's getting affidavits. Remember, she had sixty thousand people on the ground working for her campaign, but they say she only got forty forty thousand votes. She's going around getting affidavits from every single one of them. Brandon, they're going to soon. We're going to have affidavits that show more people voted than what it showed. So right. you have all these things in Georgia that were completely crooked, completely out of whack. But you know who certifies Brad Rassenberger for his for him being a winner without looking into anything else? Brad Rassenberger. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, it's like a dictator, right? It's like a dictator. I mean, you just, you know what? Let's vote on it. No matter. I'm Brad. This is what we're doing. And here's so, the, you know, I, I think I this is, wanted, I think this I is wanted the... you all to know, I can't, there it is. <laughs> I think that's the poll. Landmark. Here's the poll, everybody. You see Brad Rausenberger's polling uh, 18%, 28%, 31%, 31%, 26 
39, and that was the highest one was landmark, okay? And then what does the Dominion voting system say? 52%. Impossible, everybody. There was some cheating going on. It's called fraud. Now, let me tell you about that. I want everyone to really wrap your head around this, why this is so important. This shows everybody in the world. It shows everybody in the United States. It shows all you people that are watching tonight that called me today. I told them all to watch this report, Brandon. Leave this, leave this up for a second. I told all of them, watch this. And I said, what this shows, if you go back to, if we go back to that Democrat too, that got zero, she got zero votes, everybody, in her own precinct. So what happens when you have something like that where you find out there was fraud or, or a mistake or anything made where you found out the other person really was the winner? You know what we've done in every every election in United States history where we found that out, Brandon? Where? <clears throat> the real winner goes to, to in place and the other one does not get to take fraudulently take their spot. <laughs> That's what in every race. It's never happened at the presidential mm. level. But I'm telling you, our president, when we get to the 2021st, as these things start happening and people see it wasn't just the 2020 election, which was the biggest crime in history. It's all one big crime. If we don't get rid of these machines, if we don't, if, and as we get rid of them, and as everybody sees, when we have, when we, when this event, and that we do the premiere of selectioncode.com, mm. On August 20th and 21st, that weekend, after that weekend, if you anybody that walks away from that weekend and says, hey, there shouldn't be a machine left, not only in the United States, but in the in the world, ever, ever a computer ever again. And all the people that got cheated in every election prior to these machines in the last, because the statute of limitations runs out, it's about four years for fraud. I don't know if you know that, Brandon. No. There's a four-year statute of limitations on some states for fraud. So we're well within that right now for the 2020 election. But every election in between there and there, like the Mesa County one, then the spring of 2021, the Tina Peters one where they found that, that county, uh, that's all the evidence right here on Frank's speech, where the other persons really won, all the Republicans really won, they, they, all the Democrats got in because of the fraud in the county. All of those elections, everybody, every one of them, by what our constitutions and by what the laws should all be brought into power, and the one that wasn't supposed to be there is out. Whether that's a Democrat that won by that because of the fraud or a Republican, it doesn't matter. This, this was a Democrat in Georgia that got cheated. She got put back into first place, Brandon. When you find out... Uh, you're in a, you know, when you cheat and when there's cheating going on in a horse race or whatever, they get disqualified. And the other horse becomes the winner. Donald Trump won the 2020 election by 82 million to Biden's 66 million or less because there was a lot of other cheating that went along there, as you've seen in 2000 mules and other types of cheating that were millions upon millions of votes. All the down tickets, senators got cheated. The Georgia runoff, both Republicans won. John James of Michigan, he won. Um, Jason Lewis in Minnesota, he won. These are all the senators that won in 2020 that got cheated on down tickets. Congressmen, 
to many congressmen. We have we Republicans would have all three of government. You'd have you'd have the the Congress, you'd have the Senate, and you would have that White House. Okay, they were uh, instead all three. Let's just go for everything and steal it all. They went to steal everyone in your country. If you're a Democrat, you didn't vote. If you're a Republican, you didn't get to vote. It was selection, not election, everybody. Selection. I'm Ren, I'm really glad that um, I, I tell it. I'm, everyone can look at me and say, well, you know, why are you happy that this happened in Georgia? It also happened in Alabama. In Alabama, it's so corrupt there right now, the stuff that's going on. John Merrill, <laughs> after... All the stuff I know is getting done in Arizona right now with all of my attorneys and all the attorneys going on. We're coming to Alabama next week. It's going to be awesome. Old John says, I've won 27 out of 27. Well, by golly, I'm going to win 28 against Mike Lindell. John, it's not my, I'm just covering paying for the lawsuit. It's a preliminary injunction. It's against the, you, you what you get rid of these machines, John. The only, the only winner, the only winner will be the people of the United States. When we get rid of these machines, John, if you if you say if your idea of winning a case is to keep those machines, John Merrill, you're a traitor to the United States of America. And and you know what? It's disgusting what you are down there, John Merrill. By the way, he's the secretary of state of Alabama. With ties to China through a board. Yeah. And ties to China. Let me tell you what John Merrill did down in Alabama just a couple months ago or a month and a half. ES&S went down there. They tested. They're going to test their machines, they say. We're going to go test our ES&S machines in Alabama. Well, they went down there where the public gets invited to all the counties. They ran off these these copy machines, just regular paper like this, Brandon. And they went in there with the ES&S, you know, in their counties. So people went up there and said, hey, can we, you know, test the machine? Well, sure, go ahead, the, the ES&S rep says. Well, they put this paper through. It worked perfect. It didn't stop it. Boom, it took a vote. It took a vote. And then they get done. They go to the ES. Um, you realize these were paper, counterfeit. And the guy maybe I shouldn't have let you guys test my machines. It happened all over Alabama. But instead, they called John Merrill, which I actually have the phone recording. There's a few guys that don't want me to play it. There's a recording of John Merrill. Out of their respect, we haven't played it yet. Part of a big investigation we got going on, investigating old John. Remember, Alabama's the most, the fourth most corrupt state when in politics there is. Used to be number one, I guess. I got this right from them, right from their own politicians said this, you know. We used to be number one corrupt. Now we're only four. No, seriously, this is crazy. I go down there. I go, what? I go, how do they rate corruption? I go, I, you know, I find that hard to believe. But I understand Michigan probably went to, I mean, uh, um, Georgia had to go to number one. I mean, if Georgia's not number one, there's then I don't know how to rate criminals anymore. No, seriously, it could be Colorado, though. I guess it could be Colorado. Jenna Griswold up there. She's they're They're like this. I, I still, I got to go with. I got to go with Georgia, though, because they're all Republicans, all three of them criminals. Anyway, so the bottom line is this. They put in this. John Merrill made a phone call. When they called John, the citizens called up John and said, hey, we got a problem. We went to these counties and we stuck in paper. We just stuck in paper from typing from right off at a, at a you know, on, on a copy machine. And John goes, um, are you sure you could do that? You guys might have done something illegal. 
You can't do that in Alabama. That's what he's telling them on the recording. And so what does he do instead of saying, wow, this is serious. We better do a whole investigation into the machines. Just like I told him when I said thousands of people in Alabama voted that were 120 years older or more. They didn't vote. They were just names. I showed him to John Merrill. He laughed at me. He says, we got pretty good health in Alabama, don't we? Yeah, you sure, sure, John. Good joke, John. Real good, real funny. And I told him, you have electronic. And he says, well, show us. We have the best system. We customize our ES&S machines, Mike. We customize. We told ES&S what we wanted. That's what he told me. I go, well, John, are you an IT guy? Are you a cyber guy? I said, he who makes the machines. We had, we, remember when we had one of the experts on here, um, um, Doug, uh, the other Doug, day, Doug, Doug, Doug Logan, Doug, I think it was. Doug, Doug Logan? Logan told us, he's been in this business for 30 years. He said, is there any safe voting machine? Could one be built like a Rolls Royce? Build the best one in history. Could it be safe for your country? What did he say to us? He said, absolutely not. Because he who builds it can break in. Can break in. Yep. Even if you have good guys. And then you have to trust all the builders that build it, all the back doors and all this stuff. Make sure you There's don't have an insider. Where, people, where we the people, we don't understand this. It's like written in another language. It's written in another language. And that's why they can hide this so much from the people. People like John Merrill can go, you can't see inside the machines. You know what John did, Brandon? He called all the other counties. Now, this is here to say, I can't say it's a fact. This is what I heard from the people in, in Alabama. I have people all over in every, every state. We know that. Well, they said that John made phone calls to the other counties and said, hey, when the public comes in there, don't let them put paper in, in those machines. They're bringing in counterfeit paper. Well, isn't that the purpose of the test, John? To test it before you have your real election? Well, so then, then Alabama had their real primary. Well, as we all know, the governor of one in Alabama by like, I don't know, 51, 52%. She really got what, 40, 42%? How do I know this? We can't, we can't 100% prove it yet because we can't get the machines yet, yet everybody. But the numbers, the mathematical numbers don't add up in Alabama. Let me tell you something. What Alabama has, what two other states have, Brandon, they have these new electronic polling books, Arkansas and South Carolina. Now you get corruption all the way down to the precinct level. They know who's going to win before, weeks before you even start. You just sit in a room. Okay, who are we going to select? How are we going to do this? Okay. Now, so Alabama, when, they're polled, when the election came out, now I'm getting this also from my team, the guys there. All the counties in Alabama had of like 23%. I could be off by one or two. Alan Duke can fact check that, the worst trader in this country. But uh, let's say 22, 23%, it was identical. Every county in Alabama for the turnout. Now, do you realize that that's never happened in history except for two counties? Hey, everybody wait on it. Two counties. Those two counties had 42%, I think I heard from them. Well, that, number one, you don't get the same turnout in every county. But number two, you don't have two counties right next to the other counties where nothing changes, where they're 20% higher. And the anomalies there, the deviations are so huge, kind of like the gal in Georgia that got zero. These are just as bad, but it wasn't zero, okay? Pretty bad numbers, <clears throat> man. 
But down there, the GOP controls the election, the primary. So John Merrill, there's not a thing he can do when they dig in and subpoena those machines and they look in there and they say, hey, look what you did. Look what you did. And you know what? We have a preliminary injunction in Alabama to get rid of the machines, everybody. And boy, did we pick a good state to start because you know what? John Merrill should just embrace it and say, you know what? In light of all the evidence, uh, let's get rid of these machines or open them up and then we'll get rid of them. Let's see what see what they did. Let's see what they did and then get rid of them forever. Set an example to the country, John, but you can't because you got ties to China and you're hiding something. You're hiding something, John, or you would let your people in Alabama and you would have let our people ever this country see what's inside those ESNS machines and see what you've done to your state, what they've done to your state, and then in turn done to the United States. It doesn't matter that you voted for Donald Trump and you're all red state. We had there were great people that were gonna get in office in Alabama and they all got cheated in them primaries. I was down there. They all got cheated. Because you know what? Evil can pick it. They don't care. They don't go by red or blue, Brandon. Evil doesn't pick red or blue. All the evil isn't blue and all the evil isn't red. Evil has no, what do you call? They don't play favorites. It's whoever will be evil with them. Come on, evil. Come on, evil. Now, is a red evil worse than a blue evil? If you're on the red team, absolutely it's worse. Because you got a blue, you got evil right there like Brad Rassenberger. That's why he's a step above. That's why That's why I got to say Bill Barr actually is right above him now. Bill Barr's got to be above him. He did. He, he's a perfect example of red or blue don't matter, but he just wanted to, he just wants to be the biggest trader the United States of America has ever seen. And he will go down in history as the biggest trader. Bill Barr, biggest trader. Write that down. I believe that he will go down. Ten years from now, we're having our show. We'll look back and say, wow, who do you think was came out of that as the biggest trader. Because what do they go to? Every time the left goes, it's been it's been debunked. All the all the evidence has been debunked by Bill Barr, who said there wasn't enough to overturn the election. Bill Barr never looked. In fact he told people not to look, didn't he, Brandon? Yep. yep. Absolutely disgusting. So anyway, that's that part of the show. Um and I'm gonna keep telling you this because you guys what happened in Georgia and Alabama is that's as important as the 2020 election because it shows the whole world they're going to do it again. And it doesn't matter if you're a Democrat or Republican, if they're cheating now in those races and they'll go, OK, watch this. OK, it's red team's turn and these red guys win. But if the red guys are the ba- are the evil, it doesn't matter if they're red or blue. We want to select our people. We want to have the election. We want to elect our people, not have someone select our people. And I'm going to give you a little hope before we go on to the Walmart thing here. A couple of things happened, everybody. Remember, the, the GOP of Alabama, they control that primary, and they're going to work hard to get to the bottom of Alabama in spite of John Merrill. John Merrill doesn't get to boss them around, Brandon. Yep. They control their primary. The GOP in Arizona, everybody, the preliminary injunction there by Carrie Lake and Mark Fincham, the first one filed in the United States. Write this down, all you Newsweek and you Business Insider and you Politico and your Huffington Post and even your New York Times if you're watching. 
the GOP of Arizona about a week ago filed a, see if I can say it right, um, um, what is it called, an am, amnesty? Or a, oh, am, amicus brief. Amicus brief. Is that right? Is that what it's yep, called? An amicus brief. Yeah, it's a friend of the court brief. Amicus brief. And what it is, everybody, they're basically saying, hey, we endorse this preliminary injunction. We believe we need to get rid of the machines in Arizona. Yep. We believe there's so much corruption with those machines. Arizona has, you know, here it is. Here's all their evidence that poured out of that audit. Well, the, it was the biggest and best audit ever done in world history. Yep. And they poured out the evidence. And old Bonham, the attorney general down there, just shut her down, shut her down. I'm, oh, I'll go investigate it. He hasn't done nothing for our country or for the state of Arizona. By the way, he's the one that has to fight the preliminary injunction, everybody. Everybody make that, make sure if you live in Arizona, your attorney general, Bonovich, has to be the one to defend that preliminary injunction. So if you don't want machines in Arizona, you better be calling his office. You better let him know. We don't want them. Remember, the plaintiff is your terrible Secretary of State, Katie Hobbs. You know, she's she's down there. That's who says she's the plaintiff. But the one that needs to defend is that attorney general. They can just embrace it and say, hey, in light of all the evidence, we don't want the machines. How hard is that, Brandon? Yep. Get rid of them. We've got the replacement. It's beautiful. Now, the, the this is news from this morning in the state of Michigan. I forgot to send you this. See, I, Brandon, I've been out doing due diligence today. You have been a busy guy. I I hope you're going to talk about Dana Nessel. Yes, we're talking about Dana Nessel. So uh, Dana Nessel, everybody, in Michigan, this is very important. Well, now we know what Dana Nessel, I think she's the one that wants to put a transvestite in every single uh, school, right? She wants, a, she wants a drag queen in every school. Or a drag queen in every school. A drag queen in every single school. So they're putting all this in every single school, all right? Well, the GOPs, now this is also Dana Nessel, 17, are you ready? 17 Michigan GOP lawmakers, the GOP of Michigan, everybody, they are, they called on Nessel, one of the worst attorney generals in United States history. There's no, she's number one. She might even tie my one in Minnesota. Keith Ellison, but he's kind of done nothing. He's kind of sat here dormant, probably, you know. Here's the article. Here it is. But uh, anyway, they are investigating the fraud from the 2000 Meals movie. So, you know, they're putting pressure on this horrible, horrible lady, this lady that that, that she has done more. And by the way, uh, Dana Nessel, she told the people in Michigan, Brandon, that she can pick and choose what she decides is illegal and not illegal, that she's going to prosecute. She told him that today. That's what she told him. The same person that wants, uh, uh, now I've lost what, what was uh, that wants in, in all the schools. Dana Nessel, she wants a drag queen in every school. A drag queen in every school. What is the logic behind that? Brandon, is there any logic behind that? No, there's no logic. I mean, you, you do know about her personal own lifestyle choice right no i don't well she she's of that you know she's supposedly a lesbian so she's okay she's she's going to use the schools to promote her agenda apparently 
Well, you know, and it's kind of funny how they take God out of our schools, but we're gonna we're gonna add. Well, this uh, is what Breitbart reports: the openly gay Democrat was speaking at an event in Lansing, Michigan, explained her rationale: drag queens make everything better. Drag queens are fun, she said, according to the audio obtained by Detroit News. She went on unreal. to say, per the audio, quote, drag queens are entertainment, and you know what I, I'll say that was totally not poll tested? I'd say this, a drag queen for every school. This is just unbelievable. Well, yep, and the, uh, and well, as, uh, as people see, um, you know, the, it's things like this, everybody, that's pulling us all together, you know, is pulling right, you know, my liberal friends, my conservative friends, progressives, Democrats, uh, Republicans, pulling it, it, whoever you are, it's pulling us together to a common sense group to be one nation under God. Where this nonsense, I don't even know the people in power, where did they come from like her? I mean, it, it, there's it's like, how can you get by when you when we just talked yesterday about passing out crack pipes to the country? Yep. I mean, I was an ex-crack addict. I'm an ex-crack addict. You're giving pipes to the country to the and ask people they really are doing that. They try they they are doing that and you can go in a lot of states now, at least 3, you can go in and you can steal from pharmacies uh in in Dallas and Texas up to seven some places in Texas um in Dallas uh, um you can steal up to $750 worth of stuff from and and then you can do it every 24 hours. So imagine sitting in the crack house, Brandon, going, "Dang it, we need to sell some merchandise, and we're 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 um we're out of crack." You know, you go do it. No, I I can't steal again for two more hours. You know, hey, when did you steal last? That guy's paranoid, tweaking out windows. I mean, this is uh, it's disgusting. You know, in California, it's a thousand dollars or whatever it is. I think it's San Francisco, whatever craziness was there. I mean, this is the most. It's you can't make this stuff up. It's right out. If somebody would have wrote this stuff like 20 years ago, you'd just say, "Come on, this isn't even. This isn't even. No, this could fantasy. This isn't even science fiction. This is bizarre. Come on. It probably it wouldn't even be. People would go, you know, where did you? Where did your mind even go there? What kind of mind did you have to have? Actually, they would have wrote it and said, what do you want, crack? No. <laughs> no. Uh, disgusting. Now, don't, anyway, forget, don't forget this headline here. Yes, 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 that's the one. Well, we're getting to Walmart right now. Okay, as long as we're getting to Walmart. <clears throat> okay, um, before we get to that guy, everybody knows headlines all over the world. That's why they call me all day. Um, all over the world, my pillow and Mike Lindell canceled by Walmart. Remember, they lied. They said when all the reporters said, I said, well, what did Walmart tell you? Because I wanted to see if they told another lie. The front, their CMO said, oh, we're doing it because you the sales have went down. I said, ah, uh, no, I got the sales report right here. Our biggest order was last week. Oh, okay. Well, let me see. Let me just check on this, and I'll let you know. Three days later, they say, no, we're, we're we'll look at it in 2023. I said, no, I want the CMO back on the phone. So a week later, they finally get back, but it's not him. He's too cowardly to come on. So they send in this executive vice president of cancellation, okay? So he comes out there, he goes, um, we have a new rating system and my pillow needs four stars and they're like a 3.82. And I go, what rating system? When did this come into me? Why wasn't I let known? Oh, it was two and a half years ago. So I said, for two and a half years, We've been your number one selling product in history, according to your own people. 
since 2012, and you're dumping us and all this money that you're going to leave on the table? And I'm thinking to myself, Brand, I go, okay, you're lying. There's another agenda. <clears throat> Hung up on the guy, said you're going to be all over the news, and you're not going to like what I have to say. Now, what does Walmart do? They went and told all the media. They didn't say why they canceled us, but they said, oh, we're still going to have them up online on Walmart.com. No, they lied, everybody. We're not on Walmart.com. They can put up an image there from China all they want. We found one today from China. That's not my pillow. You order it, you better beware. It's not going to be my pillow. They didn't come from my company. If they did, Walmart put them in a box, and they're, they're getting rid of whatever they didn't sell, or they're just being cowards, whatever they're doing. doesn't matter. We found, here's a real, here's the agenda. They don't want Mike Lindell, now that we're getting close and putting out all this money I've been putting out for all these injunctions and everything, what a better way to to do this than just to just crush his company and keep crushing. Walmart was our biggest retailer for the MyPillow bed pillow, the, this product right here, the ones all my employees make every day and they have since 2004 when I invented it. They This is what... 75% of all my employees do down there. They manufacture these every day. They love, they love, uh, um, they know every pill that goes off the line is going to help someone. You think, and the, the media today is going, so are you going to lay anybody off? You know, they're all excited to get the dirt. I go, you know what? Is that all you're writing about? Why wouldn't you write about how what Walmart did? Why did Walmart do this? Why wouldn't you write about it? Because Walmart wouldn't give you a reason, so you're going to write about my pillow. We one of the one of the articles said the last the last um, uh, this could be Mike Lindell's last gas or something like that. That was the headlines. My pillow is over. Finally, Mike Lindell's down. You know, well, I got news for him, Brandon. I told him not one employee's getting laid off. And during the China virus, we didn't we didn't lay off a lot of them that I paid, even though they didn't have anything to do. I paid them. We're like a big family here. Shame on you, Walmart. It's disgusting what you did. This is why I was up the other night. I haven't had much sleep the last few days. It's been a big distraction. They knew that too. Let's go after what Mike Lindell, how is he financing all this with, he's got to run out of money sooner or later. I got news for you. I'll sell everything I have and borrow money before with to save this country that I love. Every single dime, I'll borrow it. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. You're not going to win by trying to destroy my company. You're going to lose. And uh, and I'll tell you what, I'll, everyone has responded, Brand. I'll do a little ad right now, everybody. That standard pillow that Walmart was going to get for 1988, that was going to be what you could go buy it at Walmart, the lowest price in history. Well, right here at Frank's Beach and my pillow, either one, go there, use that promo code L77 right now. And you can get as many of those you want for 1988. And people responded, you guys all yesterday that you all bought my pillows, give them away as gifts. They're 1988. Show that price, Logan, uh, please. Lowest price in history. This is what Walmart was going to get. I, I put it, you can all, you can, now, you can, everyone, everyone out there, get it for friends, family, whatever. You want to support what we're doing and everything I'm doing and everything Frank Speech is doing and my employees that's what I need bought right there. 1988. This is what they make. This is what they make every day. You all gave them a lot of confidence. Yesterday, we sold um, 
of these of these my 1988 pillows, Brandon, we sold enough that right there yesterday was our biggest sale day of those in, uh, I believe, uh, of the year. Wow. I think it was of the year of the standard. And that was everybody responding from around the country to keep my employees, to keep them going. If the, you know, and we need your help, everybody. Get those 1988 Walmart. And we're going to tell you about Walmart now, why they did what they did, what I believe. This is evidence. You can make your own call after you see what we have to show you. But I can't, but just know Walmart, this opportunity that Walmart had at the 1988 would have been the lowest price in history. They don't have much competition because all the other, the box stores that left us here, you're from your, um, I don't have the list here, but um, Holds, Bed Bath & Beyond, H-E-B, all of them, all of them that left. I want to do a shout out here and I'll do it at the end. Remind me, Brandon, okay. all the companies, including Ollie's, that now have stepped up for our country and you can find them in those stores. Ollie's, everybody, they compete with Walmart. I've, I had not heard of the stores. We don't have them here yet in the Midwest, but talk to their CEO. They're coming. They're buying more my pillows. They're going to have them in their stores where Walmart won't. And God bless them. And God bless Menards, Fleet Farm that stayed with my pillow through all of it. And they're busier than ever. Um, okay, here's why, everybody. Let's let's pull up an article. You guys, there was an investigation done last fall. I want to I want to tell everybody, um, this investigation was a very deep one into Hunter Biden's laptop. Okay, well there was a piece in Hunter Biden's laptop that I had a lot of interest in. I had my guys today do a deep dive into. If I said find everything you can on why Walmart would do this to Mike Lindell and my pillow. Well, Brandon, why don't we pull up and let's start with the top. Okay. This guy, this Walmart, the chairman of the of, chairman of the board of Walmart, okay, his name is, put it down so we can see his name. There's his picture, everybody. There's the picture of evil. What's his name? Greg Penner. Let's pull it up so we see his name, everybody. Greg what? P-E-N-N-E-R. Greg Penner, Penner, the Walmart chairman. Now, in this laptop, everybody, I'm going to tell you what my guy told me on the phone. There's a recording of him and Hunter Biden, and he's saying, let us know how much it will cost. We got to get rid of Trump. How much will each state cost to get this done? Now, if you read this, let's go Let's go down. We got time. Brandon, I don't care if you read it word for word. Okay. The Robert Hunter Biden Laptop from hell is the political gift that keeps on giving to the American public and to those opposed to the Biden administration. CDM Media has been provided with evidence that documents a conversation between the president's son, Hunter Biden, and the chairman of the board of the Walmart Corporation, America's biggest brick and mortar retail chain. The conversation took place in October of 2018. The question is, why did Hunter Biden's, why did Hunter Biden tape a conversation between Greg Paneer, chairman of the Walmart Madrin Capital in 2018. The conversation was planned via email, MS, uh, SMS message, and the audio is below. The audio file let's was- hear, Let's hear, why don't we play that? Can you play the audio? Logan, am I plugged in to play that? And how long, and how long is the audio? Uh, the audio is, let's see what it says here. The audio, oh, we're gonna have to skip an ad first. Yeah, I gotta plug in, but we gotta skip this silly ad first, but let me, uh, okay, let me close the ad. Okay, it's going to be nine minutes. Holy cow! Okay, let's go. Let's go down and read about it. you guys. We're going to post this on Frank's speech here, so you'll be able to go listen to the conversation between this evil man and and uh, Hunter Biden. 
Evil, evil, I guess. Keep going. But it would be fun to hear a little bit of it. Let me plug in if I can do that here. All yeah, right. get that ready. Maybe we can plug it in here a little bit. But let's go, go down. We'll come back to that. All we'll right. come back to that. The audio file was found in the iTunes folder of the Hunter Biden laptop, which was concealed by the FBI for a year before being delivered to the New York Post, which posted some of its salacious content. However, a close examination of the massive numbers of files on the computer have struck political gold. The audio, audio transcript shows a discussion of, quote, pulling the trigger, end quote, to influence the 2020 election, to stop President Trump and the Trump movement. That would be you, Mike. You're yeah. part of the Trump movement, weren't you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So that's not just to stop Trump, but the Trump movement. In addition right. to influencing the Democratic primary, uh, this is RHB, I guess this means uh, Hunter Biden, quote, overall objective here is to stop not only Donald Trump, but to stem the tide of what Donald Trump represents, end quote. The RHB laptop contains emails in which A, RHB asked to discuss a confidential matter with Pinner, stating, quote, that's the best not to be done by text or email. Okay, and I guess these are all images of all this. B, in a solicitation email, Greg Pinner asked, uh, I guess RHB again stands for Hunter Biden, to quote, visit with you about some op op options I've been working on for the 2020 election, end quote. So that was supposedly April 6, 2018. So Pinner is pretty politically involved, I guess, if he's working on options. Oh, it's not politically, he's corruptly involved. I guess if you hear the tape, it's disgusting. Uh, RHB cost? They're talking about buying the election. I believe it has something to do with the machines, too. You'll have to listen to it all, but, they, but keep going. Uh, RHB laptop contains text messages between Greg Penner and RHB, and with RHB... By the way, RHB, everybody, hmm. is Hunter Biden. Just read it as Hunter Biden. Okay. Quote, he's av available tomorrow after 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, if you are. He looks forward to speaking and would gladly meet with you where, whenever your schedule and his allows. Give me a call so I can fill you in on at least my reasons for not replying to you until now. Best, Hunter, in quote. Pinner he, probably was smoking. he was probably caught up in a crack crack, uh, crack thing till then. Pinner, Pinner offers for, quote, John, in quote, to meet with Joe Biden. Hunter insinuates it would be, quote, too dangerous for John, in quote, and Joe Biden to meet. Additionally, Hunter states in the call with Greg Pinner that he was approached by Nick Ro Rohatin, chairman of uh, AKA Rotten Group, uh, a secondary option to handle the, quote, situation, in quote. Walmart has a reputation of sourcing cheap goods from China and destroying small town and mom and pop retailers across the nation. A Walmart heiress also funded the Lincoln Project, a supposed GOP anti-Trump group that was scandalized after the election. Walmart was shamed uh, post-2020 election, mocking Trump supporters in a tweet regarding the election integrity fight. Greg Paneer was on the board of Badu, how do you say that, a Chinese company for 14 years. Holy cow until 2017. He graduated from the same class at Georgetown University in 1992 as Hunter Biden. Really? Whoa, it's all coming together, everybody. You think they like Mike Lindell and my pillow? Keep going. There are, uh, Georgetown's also a Jesuit university, by the way. The, these, there are benefits to being a multi-billion dollar corporation with major supply chain functions in China. Having Hillary Clinton as a board member uh, Clinton discusses Hillary being on the board, and she was silent when Walmart fought unions. Being able to stay open during a pandemic when small businesses were forced to close and having the ability to fortify, fortify an election when it's beneficial to your business with China. 
CDMB. Okay, wait, everybody. Did you read that? They got to stay open, remember, during the pandemic. Not just their, not just their grocery store, the Walmarts, right, Brandon? Yes. Isn't right. that something, everybody? Keep going. Uh, CDM has reached out to Greg Panier at uh, Madron Group, or Madron Capital, uh, as a publication has yet to receive a reply. That's it. So if you want to play some of this, we can. Yeah, play play that back there, you guys. Uh, the uh... I mean, yeah, let's play some here. But it's not. We, we now know what we need to do in every state and what it would cost and how we do it. Um, yeah. So it's really about pulling the trigger if, if we decide we want to do it. When would you have to do that? Um, uh, it's a while. So, um, and again, it kind of depends on, on what the exact approach is and who it is and who's not just who the platform is, but who else is running. Like there's a few decision points along the way, but it could be as late as like spring of um uh you know spring of 2000 what would be the latest well my question is would you have to make that decision to pull the trigger of of being on the ballot before um before uh People before the either yeah. party nomination, yeah. Yeah. not necessarily. part of it. Not necessarily. I mean, you could. Um, I mean, you can pull it late. I mean, we could, we could pull the trigger. This. I mean, we can pull the trigger on getting um, some you know something in place on these different ballots. And again, it depends by state. Um, where we wouldn't even have to have necessarily a specific candidate, but. Um, um, but it, I think it all seems um, of interest, and, and we know it's of interest to John uh, to, to at least you know have a conversation. Um, you know, if, if uh, your dad was at all intrigued by it, we could figure out a way to facilitate. You know, I could fly John out, and you know, it could just be an off the record. You know, face to face. It could be if you know if that's not of interest, we could get you know a couple of political advisors together to talk about it. Like, there's different ways to yeah. approach it depending Can on I, what, if you, yeah. if you had any interest. Yeah, well, look, I think that, um, I think, number one, that it's going to be, this is all me, not him, okay? Yeah. I think yeah. that it's going to be very difficult for him not to run. Um, um, because I think that whether it's the party or whether it's, um, whether it's people like you, to tell you the truth, Greg, um, the, the overall um, objective here is to stop not only Donald Trump, but to stem the tide of what Donald Trump represents um, in the political process for the future of yeah. this country, which to me is is, uh, is way more dangerous than I ever thought that it possibly could be. Mm -hmm. And um, my concern is um, I, I, I kind of dropped out of this for just I'm tired of this shit. But um, yeah. But I think it's kind of almost unpatriotic not to um, to be back into it, particularly related to my 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 relationship with somebody that actually could change it. And so, I think the danger of he and John having any discussion right now is uh, emboldening um, the supporters of those. We'll call them, for lack of a better phrase, fringe candidates, because right. they are no longer fringe candidates in the sense of. Uh, they can win nominations, and yeah. they could potentially become president. 
And so yep. they are um, they're legitimate candidates, as Donald Trump has proven. And so yep. I think for, um, for him uh, right now to have that um, discussion is, um, is premature, particularly when he hasn't even um, uh, announced. But between you and me, and, um, but it's, I don't think any secret, you know, my dad's entire career has been about um, fulfilling the service that you're, uh, that you're asked um, to fulfill. I'm based upon yeah. you know the way that you lived your life in terms of uh, of doing that, getting up and doing what needs to be done. I don't know how he doesn't, except if there's some kind of. But by the way, he has more energy than you know. I mean, literally, he's doing <laughs> he's doing like five to to literally five to three or five um, events a day. Prepared right. is from right. Florida. He's in Buffalo right now, and whether he's running or not, he'd be doing it. Yeah. And um, yeah. so I mean, I can't keep up with him. That's not a joke. <laughs> but I mean, seriously, Greg. I mean, it's all. I mean, my whole yeah. life. It just is so demoralizing because I'm in good shape, man. I swear. Right, right. Well, these guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. certain. As you, we know there's certain. I mean, they're just sort of born to be politicians, and yeah. they eat. You know, they, yeah. they get energy off of it. It doesn't. It's not yeah. draining. I mean, obviously, it gets draining yeah. at some point, but it's it's more of an energizer than a drainer. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Anyway, regardless of the of the, all that issue, I think that he proves to people that that's not an issue. But I think that um, uh, obviously, if you're able to do this in the traditional way, um, I think that the entire you know uh, there's a they, there's a a, uh, a nonpartisan or even a, a partisan but moderate um, uh, uh, coalition that forms that allows him to uh, to win win it all. That's my opinion. However, right. who, who the hell knows? I mean, any of this stuff. And so, yeah. But I think I. This is me again. Yeah. No matter what, I'd rather him run that way. I would rather, mm-hmm. I think for the country, I think that it would be an opportunity to um, to actually start to heal um, these divisions. Because yeah. the, the, the space between what you believe, Greg, and what I believe is so thin. Right. <laughs> and we've allowed everybody else to tell us and tell the people that coalesce behind our like camps that it's wide mm-hmm. that it's really wide and it's not man it truly isn't you know the vilification of Donald uh, of uh, of George Bush was you know I my when I when George Bush was president was just as um, disconcerting to me as the vilification of, of uh, Barack Obama right and so I don't think that that ever necessarily changes but you know what if you and I, um, or, or not you and I, if yeah. John and Joe were ever able to kind of repair that, that's a big, big leap forward, potentially. Yeah. And so, yeah. anyway, what I what I want to do is is uh, is maybe um, let you and I have uh, one more discussion after I talk to him. I'm going to be with him uh, tomorrow and through Saturday. Okay. Okay. And we have a. I'm going to New York with him for a couple campaign events that he's doing in upstate, and then down to the, the city for some fundraiser for somebody. And so, um, let me let me just. Uh, you don't know this, but let me let me talk to him. And I think yeah. that there has to be a couple meetings before there's ever a meeting um, between yeah. principals. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, 
But I really appreciate the call because, you know, kind of to me, I've always Bennett. said to him. Yeah, you know, yep. So, so the, uh, I mean, what did you gather on that? I know there's a lot more to it. And then when I talked to uh, Colonel, um, what was he doing when he says we're going to buy all the states or how much would it cost? Or, or did, we hadn't come to that point, said it down below. You know, are they talking about buying election or this guy putting in money towards to get rid of Trump and his supporters? Yeah, exactly. What are they um, talking about? Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the part that you don't know. And who's John? I mean, there's Joe Biden. Who's just John? Is John is John is John uh, Biden's brother? Isn't that the name of Biden's brother, John? Is it John Biden? Let me look that up. Who are they talking about doing five things a day up in Buffalo? They're about, that's Joe. They say Joe, Joe Biden was doing that. Oh, they're saying he had all that energy. I thought they were talking about Donald Trump. Joe Biden never did all that. What do you mean? No, they, well, that's, <laughs> that's what he was saying, that his, that his dad was doing all that. Well, anyway, it's, uh, it's, it's amazing that Walmart wanted to wipe out Trump and his Trump supporters. And, uh, but there's so much more. Um, as they dug into that laptop, they were telling me about, I guess I'd have to listen to that whole nine minutes, but I seem we are running out of time here. Um, wonder why, you know, why did it have to be so secretive? You know, we don't, I guess we don't know what he meant by buying states or by buying, uh, you know, how much would it cost? You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. Um, you know, they, uh, um, but it went, I guess if they even said, well, you know, I, you know, do they go to, it makes you wonder when you go to these elections, if you can just go up to the machine companies and say, um, how much would it cost me to win my race? And obviously that gal didn't pay enough down in Georgia when they gave her zero votes in her precinct. Right. Right. No. Um, but they, uh, but everybody with Walmart, obviously, you know, they had an agenda, um, you know, it's kind of funny, Brandon. Remember when they said, didn't someone make a comment about who said it was um, Trump and his deplorable Walmart people? What, who was that? You remember that? No, but that that was that was absolutely me. Yep. Uh, and by the way, James, I, mean, I guess his brother, Biden's brother is James. So I don't wonder who John is. We'll have to figure out who John is. Uh, well, anyway, let's I mean, we're running out of time here right now, but the uh, um it just uh, it's just amazes me, it, you know, what Walmart did to my pillow, everybody. They obviously their chairman of the board is very uh, anti-Trump, uh, dealing with Hunter Biden colluding before the uh, before the 2020 election. We don't know where that manifested to, Brand. We're gonna do. I'm gonna do a deeper dive into the investigation that was done on this guy last fall. Uh, remember, this investigation was done in the on the, uh, I believe October of 2021 on this, uh, Greg, uh, the chairman of the board, what's his name? Penner, P-E-N-N-E-R. P -E so we're gonna find out, the bottom line is Walmart ties to China. Maybe it's Paneer, maybe it's Paneer, I don't know. Paneer. But Walmart ties to China, everybody. They have the 1988 pillow. You will not find my pillow in there ever again. They canceled us. You can get them here for 1988. Notice the 88, that's what Walmart would have had the lowest price in history. Instead, you have that price right here, 1988. Instead of Walmart getting half that money, maybe this was the blessing of all time, everybody, that the money didn't go to these communists, um, whatever this Greg guy and all these people, the Walmart upper CEOs and CMOs and all of them, 
other ties to over 10,000 vendors in China that have crushed small business and crushed entrepreneurs. Use that promo code L77. Get that my pillow for 19.88. By the way, Brandon, I want to send everybody, you guys, if you're an entrepreneur and you need a place and you and Walmart did something to you or all the big tech or whatever, go to mystore.com. If you have a product that already have products, not an invention, products you already have, go there, sign up, get your product up on my store. We have hundreds and hundreds of entrepreneurs there with and or their products and uh, um, uh, USA and they uh USA entrepreneurs and or their products. Maybe, you know, there's some that might not be able to be made here because we don't have here, like we don't have weavers or spinners like the Giza sheet. Use that promo code L77 there and you can save there too. Brandon, thanks and uh, we're getting through everybody. Thank you all for your support of my pillow during this time. Uh, I'm gonna get back, I'm leaving Minnesota. I'm heading on the road. I'll be speaking at a mega church this weekend and then I'm going to I'll be going to uh, the rally a week from there. I guess it's in uh, Illinois. Um, I'm going back out to meet attorney generals. We're going back on the path to get our country back. Get rid of the electronic voting machines and computers in our elections and fix 2020. Awesome. That's the Lindell Report with your host, Mike Lindell. Thanks for watching, folks. Take care. Thanks, everybody on Facebook. 